Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Austin Reams and Christy Owens. Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. We're back again, sort of highlighting and celebrating some of the women within Team Thomasville as we continue our Women in Leadership celebration. So we have another great guest today that we're excited for our listeners to hear from. Austin, why don't you kick things off and tell us who's with us today? Uh, Thanks, Christy. Glad to be here. And uh, we're glad to have Pam Shaw. She's the Grants Administrator for the City of Thomasville. Uh, She's been here for almost four years and uh, does a great job and and really a vital part of of the city. Uh, It's it's fun to see all the roles when we we come to uh, Women's Month in March. Uh, We just see all the important roles um, that are played within the city and uh, definitely uh, Pam has an important one of, of, uh, of getting grants and things like that. So uh, Pam, just tell us about your role as grants administrator for the city of Thomasville and kind of about, about your job. Okay, thank you, Austin. My job is to help find funding for the important projects for our community, um, things that have been prioritized and um, kind of laid out and ready to go, and then we just need extra funding to help offset the cost of it. Yeah, I believe Austin mentioned you have been with the city for about four years now. Yeah, June 19th will be four years. So what did you do prior to coming to the city of Thomasville? Um, Actually, I worked for the state of Florida, and I was a program administrator. I actually was giving out funding to local communities, and when this job came up, I was very excited to be able to do the same for our community, to bring those funds in for the benefit of our residents. Yeah, so you, um, the interesting part about that is, is uh, you know what uh, the grantees are looking for, right? I mean, because you were on that side. Tell me about kind of that experience, how that plays itself into what you do. Yeah, that's a lot of it because um, being able to kind of translate what the language is and the notices to what we're trying to do is, a, is an important part. And it's always not always real clear um, from the different department perspectives what they're looking for. So it's my, help, my job to help to to translate what engineering needs into what the language in the grant says or the police department or, you know, whichever department it is, how are we filling that criteria that is laid out into in the notices for funding? So how, I'm sure you must have some sort of software or spreadsheet or you know, I'm, I'm guessing you have to be extremely organized to keep, keep up with all of the potential grants. Um, or the the grants that we have received to keep up with that whole process. So how how do you go about managing that whole process? Uh, I would say all of the above. <laughs> um, there is there are a lot of spreadsheets. Uh, we are working in the new financial software system, so that helps some. But luckily for me, probably ninety percent of the grants come up annually. So if it comes up and it's a need and we can't make the deadline, we can start preparing for the next year. Um, but I do have a lot of calendar reminders. I have a whiteboard with notes on it. Um, you'll see lots of sticky notes as well uh, and a lot of calendar reminders so I don't miss those deadlines. So is there, um, I guess, a specific dollar amount right now that the city has received this year already or is expected to receive? Or do you have any kind of figures to kind of give you maybe our listeners an idea of the sums of money that you know, we have the potential um, yeah. to use for projects. Well, since 2019, we've got about 
$29 million, um, and some of that's pending. So we haven't received anything this year, but we've put in four already this year. Um, so those are just kind of waiting to see when they um, finalize the application and give us the notice of whether or not we've been funded. Um, so there's 31 grants right now that are either open and active or they're pending, waiting on that application um, to be noticed. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, I think the neat part about your job is, is we've had this conversation and, and, and talked past is that you really have to almost act as a translator because, um, it, you know, an engineer uh, is going to know all about the project, but they're not going to know how to translate that into what somebody that that um, is is giving out grants would need. So, is that kind of is that kind of the favorite part of your job is kind of translating that and, and working with the team to, to get that on there? What, what is it? It's one of my top three favorite parts. Um, the getting the yes is always my favorite part, um, you know, knowing that we got the funds for what we needed. But it's been very interesting because I do work with all the departments, fire, law enforcement, um, operations, uh, solid waste, all the different departments. So I've learned a lot about the community, um, about how these things function and what the needs are. So it's all very interesting. Um, no two days are the same. So it's that's what I like about it. And how do you go about, I guess, researching to find out what opportunities may be available? Is that a specific you know database that you have access to? Is it just um, your experience, you kind of know uh, different organizations out there and, and types of grants they, that they may be offering, or how does that whole process come into play as far as even finding out what's possibly available? Yeah, there's a lot of resources. Um, grants.gov is one of the main ones, but if you click on that any day of the week, there's three or 4,000 different grants. So what I've tried to do is work with each department on their priorities. What is it that you need? Let's be very specific. Who's it benefiting? You know, all the details, because then I can look for the different opportunities. Um, I also ask that the departments send me anything from their agencies. So they have, they'll have a lot of associations that they work with, and they are more in tune with those specific grants. And I'm guessing the timelines, I'm sure across the board, are, are totally different. Yes. And do you usually have a lot of time to gather information, or is it usually something you hear about a couple of days you know, prior to a, a potential deadline, or is it a combination of, of both of those things? It's some of both. Our foundations, a lot of times, will have quarterly um, time frames, so you'll know when those are coming up. The majority, like I say, about 90% of them are annual, so they'll come up, and you'll know, but you, once they do the notice, you may have as little as 30 days, maybe 60 to 90 days, and to fully develop an application, that's a short timeline, so if I got multiple ones that are that same timeline, that's a lot to put in, so I try to stay ahead of it. Um, there are those that come up, you have 30 days, it's a one-time only, so it's kind of all over the board. Um, that's why I try to make sure that our projects are developed, so if it does come up, all we have to do is kind of confirm the details, and we can meet that 30-day window, plus we have to go to council for approval. You know, there's a lot of other steps, documentation, paperwork that has to go into it, um, so trying to be prepared and ahead of it is the best way to do it. But luckily, a lot of them do come up annually. Yeah, I know um, you do come before council a lot because I guess our process that we have in place here at the city is normally if there is an opportunity, you do go before council first to, to make sure that's an opportunity that the city wants to apply for. Because usually if there's matches involved with the grant, right. 
um, you know, if it's a 50-50 match or 80-20 mm-hmm. match or whatever that is, you know, we have to make sure we have the funding on our end Absolutely. for the grant in order, you know, before we even go through the application process. Right. Because um, a lot of times they require that commitment of funds and you'll have to fund the whole amount, even if it's they're going to pay for 80 percent or 50 percent because it's a reimbursement. So we do have to have those funds and we want to be transparent with the community. We want to let them know that these are priorities. This is what we're working on. Um, sometimes we do have to ratify it, go back after the application period um, to make sure that it's okay because the timing's so short and we couldn't get on the agenda. Mm-hmm. But we try to be proactive and, and make sure that that's presented. Yeah, well, you know, Pam, we had an interesting discussion the other day, so um, I'm going to throw throw a question at you. Like, what's your uh, dream project that you want to fund? It's, it's not on the boards, but something that you're passionate about. It may give us something about uh, what you like and what you what you love, but uh, what's your dream project that you want to write a grant for 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 this area? Oh, that's tough. Again, I like getting funds for what the community needs. Um, I w- came from recreation, so outdoor recreation is something that I'm really passionate about, and a lot of times that ties in with water quality. So um, there are some projects um, that I have looked at and wanted to do, and I've found the grant funding for it, but it's really a matter of what the priority yeah. of the council and our community is at the time um but stormwater because yeah. that'd be very wasteful to to not right you that's a huge job is finding priorities and right kind of what what our uh, citizens and customers want rather than what what we think and so right. that is, that, yeah. that's great but so i try to stay on that priority but i do enjoy anything that has to do with water quality and recreation just because i like to be outside that's great so as we mentioned, we're, we're here sort of celebrating all of the women that are leaders within Team Thomasville. So um, maybe a silly question, but something that we like to ask because everybody has a different opinion on, on what they think is a good leader. So what are some things that you think are some good qualities for, for someone that's considered a leader? To me, a good leader is someone that allows their team to grow, gives them opportunities to expand and grow um, and to be their best, you know, to, to give them that opportunity to have input in the process, whether or not it's taken, you know, because I think you get more um, equity in that and you get more diversity in your team. So you have a stronger team by allowing each person to be their best in the area that they are. Yeah. Well, Pam, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for what you do. Um, we couldn't, couldn't do it without you, the, the hard work and the amount of details and things that you have to do and keep up with is, is amazing. And um, I know you're proud of that. We're certainly glad to have you on board and, and doing the great job you do. Thanks for what you do. Oh, thank you. I enjoy being part of Team Thomasville. Yeah, thanks, Pam, for being with us today. And thanks, everybody, for listening in. Our next episode will be in April, and we'll be discussing all things um, Thomasville Rose Show and Festival. So we hope you'll um, listen back with us again then for that episode. And remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Christy Owens. The editor and sound technician is Austin Reams. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening. 